On demand. Gig economy. The sharing economy toolkit podcast. I'm certainly pretty excited today, uh, only because it sits right in the middle of the sharing economy space uh, with an absolute expert. Welcome, Chris from Yoti. Hello. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. Excited to be here. Thanks very much. Yeah, it is all, it's always pretty exciting in this very cold cellar in Western Coffee and Wine. But anyway, look, <laughs> to kick things off first, um, I thought it'd be quite nice for the listeners to first of all introduce yourself, you, you, your background, yeah. uh, and then what the business does uh, and, and sort of what stage you're at as well. Yeah, okay. Um, so my name's Chris Field. I'm Chief Marketing Officer at Yoti. Um, been at Yoti now for a couple of years. That's about as long as we've um, we've spent kind of building it and getting it ready. Uh, prior to that, working for um, a couple of other technology companies and then not-for-profits where I've kind of led on the, the marketing and kind of taking stuff out, really, and um, kind of reaching out to people and getting people excited about new brands and things. So looking forward to doing it so here at Yoti. what is it, um, you know, w- w- when we say ID verification, talk to me about your sort of Yoti specifically. Yeah. Uh, so, so Yoti is... Uh, effectively your ID on your phone um, and what it means is that uh, there are three different things that you can do with it you can use it to check the idea of people that you meet online so let's say you meet somebody on a dating site or on a sharing economy site and you kind of think okay well you know user one two three isn't that useful to me it would be awesome if I knew what your actual name was and what you looked like um, yeah, completely. so so it allows you to do that kind of peer-to-peer verification um, you can also use Yoti on a night out to prove your ID so rather than take your passport your driving license you can just use your phone and, and prove your age so that's kind of cool um, and rather than sharing your you know the address and your inside leg measurement and all the other details that are on your ID documents Yoti lets you just share your name the fact that you're over 18 and what you look like so kind of keeping Great. your data secure. I get it. And I, I, you know, it absolutely makes sense. It seems a bit strange that we've got uh, drones making deliveries, yet people are still carrying around these little pieces of plastic, right? Kind of weird, right? Um, but so how does it how does it actually work? So, so talk me through the process. So uh, I'm a user. Mm-hmm. I've decided, so a consumer user, so rather than a business user, and I've decided that uh, I don't want to carry around my ID necessarily all the time. Yep. Uh, what do I do? Yeah, so first thing you do is you, you download the free Yoti app from the app stores. Uh, once you've done that, uh, you then you, you get started. Um, you take a picture of yourself. This is something we're all familiar with increasingly these days. Uh, the you're selfie, then the, 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 the legendary selfie. selfie yeah. Uh, in fact, you, you take a few so that you get one that you're really happy with, um, uh, which is interesting to watch and kind of user testing. I can assure yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Um, and then what you do is you you get people to, to verify their phone number. So you may be familiar with the kind of the one-time PIN yeah. that's used uh, across a number of different systems. Um, and then at that point, um, you enter your own kind of five-digit PIN that you're going to use to to control the app. That means that we now know that you're a unique person, right? Because that that face is unique and that phone number is unique. We then ask you to do what's called a liveness test um, so that you can't spoof it in any way. So you can't kind of hold up a photo of somebody yeah. or a video of somebody or anything like that. And this like is that. the interesting part, right? Um, sort of bring it almost back to a little bit about what Fat Lama does. There is this thing about, well, actually an, an ID or a, or a picture and connecting a picture and an ID is pretty useless, right? Yeah. You know, you can print out a picture that's good enough these days. That's so, right. So, so talk me through that just in a little bit more detail. There. So you, you've taken the selfie and then you go through this phase that you call... We call it liveness testing, okay, cool. right? And so, um, you know, download the app, see what you think yourselves. But ultimately what you do is you... 
we ask you to say a few words um, and we, we change the colors on the screen, we check the words are all random, you've got to kind of look around the screen. So it's, it's not possible for you to spoof it because you couldn't hold up a video of somebody yeah, doing yeah, that yeah. because they wouldn't know which words were going to so be coming out. So does it sort of detect sort of micro movements then? In the, how to I'm not going to tell you all the secret juice, <laughs> all the secret sauce about it. Um, because that's the exciting bit, like, it, it, it's so um, true. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, to be honest with you, because uh, obviously I've had a look at your guys' tech. It's yeah. absolutely fantastic, uh, very user-friendly, and, you know, leveraging off uh, the current behaviors of the selfie. Yeah. Um, very funny what you said, by the way, because we actually had one of our guys uh, test it, and not being happy of... Your, it's like when you do passport pictures, yeah, yeah. right? Um, not being happy with the selfie that you're taking to give an app to verify your ID is just absolutely hilarious to yeah. watch. Yeah, it's um, really funny. People are like, oh, this is my, this is my photo. I'm going to have to use this to, to show to everyone. It's like, <laughs> just like your passport, mate. Yeah, it's, it's exactly like, the same. It, exactly. It's just we let you take loads and loads and loads. Completely. <laughs> so, so uh, okay, so they go through this, this piece of technology that basically yeah. makes sure that it's a real person right, and it's moving. Piece. And then yeah. how does that then connect with the ID? So then at that point, we now know that you're a real life person. So that's awesome. And now what we do is we ask you to add an identity document. Um, and so at this stage, you can add either your driving license, UK driving licenses only at the moment, uh, or your passport. And we can accept passports from around the world. Um, and the way that happens is you, for, for the user, all they're really doing is kind of taking a picture. That's, that's what they think they're doing. Um, what you're actually doing is um, what's called an OCR read um, of the, the, the text on the passport. Um, so, so that checks a few features. Again, I'm not going to give you all of the kind of the, the, the juicy details because there's some kind of uh, secret squirrel stuff inside there. Um, but that allows us to know that the document is kind of verified and, yeah, and legitimate. Yeah. Um, what we then do is, if you have an Android phone, uh, we allow you to read the biochip in the passport. And that's where it gets kind of really, really clever. Because we can now match the selfie that you've taken with yourself to the image that everybody can see in your passport, then to the image which is inside the biochip. And uh, then we okay. kind of, we match those three ways and we say, super, that is definitely you. That's, I actually didn't know that. I, I didn't even have a clue that's how it worked. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, that so that, that gives us real yeah, confidence. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, um, Apple haven't unlocked their NFC, which is what, what's needed to read that biochip. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with, um, with the Apple phones, what we do is we, we do some other kind of work, which I can't tell you about, but where we're kind of looking at the document to, to work out whether or not it's a, it's a fake. And there's, there's a few little bits and pieces which... Um, which give us that confidence. Fantastic, well. fantastic. And, and you know, um, I suppose the big question, the big question with ID as a whole is, you know, cybersecurity around uh, people's documentation. I mean, you, you, ID is, is, you know, the most important people, the most important piece of information that people own, right, uh, in terms of their identity. So what do you guys do or how do you go about, you know, making that secure and also making your users feel secure, which actually is two very different things, right? Yeah, absolutely right. So... Security is kind of one of our number one priorities. It has to be, you know, when you're when you're dealing with other people's data. Um, so the the way it works is once you've kind of created your your ID, it's then effectively sharded, right? So so we take each little piece of information about you that we've kind of verified, and we encrypt each one separately and store them separately in a kind of a non-relational database. So so what that means is your your name will go over here, your image will go over here, your um, date of birth will go over there, your nationality over there, all encrypted. And then, so if anyone were to somehow get into the Yoti database and, and decrypt a piece of information, which would be nigh on impossible uh, due to the kind of the levels of encryption we've used, all they'd be able to know is that your name was 
Chris Fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's all they would know. Because really, it's encompassing but, all. But they wouldn't know what your name was. They yeah, would yeah. just know a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's it's totally useless to them. And so the only person who can access that data is the person that created the Yoti yep. and the person they want to share it with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's done, uh, I don't know how much you're, um, you all know about encryption, but effectively what it is, is it, it stores the, the keys, the encryption keys on your device. Fantastic. Um, so Yoti can't even see it. So there isn't one central honeypot of data that anybody mm. can get into. So it's, it's completely dark to us. Fantastic, fantastic. I mean, it's, it's interesting that as well because um, you know, it's it's taking that level of, um, I mean, it's very, very sophisticated and very, very technical, um, but making that consumer facing, making that, you know, making people understand that, you know, yeah. certainly again, sort of, I suppose, Fat Llama, uh, you know, what we've done is we have very clear visions of where the platform can go, you know, moving into internet of things, using technology like blockchain, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff, but actually users don't really care about that sort no. of stuff you know they, they they need things that they understand the worst thing you can do is 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 confuse them right that's um, right yeah. so moving that you know towards you know your customer base mm. um, and look i you know appreciate at the moment you're, you're running prototypes and you you've got a few people that you don't want to mention that's great but what does your customer base kind of look like i mean who is your ideal customer right now uh, interesting question. I guess our, our customers are twofold. Llama, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, so our customers are twofold. It's both the, the consumer and, and the business, right? So um, we we are fundamentally a consumer brand. So what we're trying to do is appeal to consumers that want to kind of take control of their identity and, and use it, use this kind of digital identity to prove themselves either in person or or online. And so we we've kind of We've been pretty much in stealth mode until now. We've not been going out and shouting about what we're doing, but we've done some little tests and and put some seeded some stuff out there. And we've we've got forty thousand uh, pre-registered users who have expressed an interest in using Yoti to to prove their age on on nights out and also to do a kind of peer-to-peer verification. So kind of check the idea of of people they meet online. So. So we're kind of buoyed by that initial traction. That's that's cool. Uh, that with very little effort, we've got lots of people that are already interested, and we've also got a, I guess, a pipeline of around about 100 plus businesses across really, really wide sectors. So we've got people in the sharing economy who are interested in that kind of peer-to-peer verification. We're interested. We've got people um, kind of buying and selling sites. We've got uh, recruitment companies who yeah, want yeah. to pre-register their users. We've got online gambling companies. We've got. Uh, we've even been speaking to kind of government departments. It's it's really well financial institutions as well. Um, there's almost no sector that we haven't spoken to, which yeah, yeah, makes it great. incredibly challenging. Great, and and, that, and, that, and as well. So as what I want to touch on sort of here is um, obviously how the ID verification market has evolved or, mm. or almost come about in in in, in some respects. Um, but but sort of before we do that, I kind of want to explore. You know. When, when we say evolved, it's not just the idea of verification markets, it's actually people's uh, expectations with technology. And I think with this sort of product, the experience and the user experience has got to be absolutely seamless. It's got to be verging on effortless for them to go through their process. I mean, what have you guys done to, to make that process as seamless as possible? Huge amounts. Uh, we have a, an in-house uh, UX team, um, and they have done countless kind of user experience um, yeah. sessions. So. So we've done what you'd expect, the kind of standard usability testing where we get people into our offices, we video them, we watch them do all of that. Uh, but what we've also done is gone to kind of big groups. So we kind of we went down to a, a London university and, and spent some time with about 150 students and got yeah, them to kind of go through the app as well. Yeah, so, yeah, so literally hundreds of people have kind of gone through and tested it. One of, one of the challenges about building a 
an identity app is that security element. So uh, the real challenge for us is kind of balancing security with usability. Uh, so sometimes when people are kind of going through the app, they may think, wow, there's a lot of steps here. Um, there's not really, it's yeah, very, yeah. very quick to do. Um, but those steps are all there to make sure that we can be absolutely confident that we're kind of secure. Yeah, with, absolutely. With and, and, and the market as a whole, in terms of how that's evolved and, uh, you know, kind of talking about, you know, as we spoke about briefly earlier on, you know, the Airbnbs, the Ubers, yeah. the Deliveroo's, the Task Rabbits, the Tinders of this world yeah. um, have completely changed this market, right? Absolutely you know, right. over the past, you know, people say five years. I think it's as near as a year. You know, in the mm. past year, things have evolved, you know, again, just so much. I mean, what have you seen changing in the market? I, I think there's a, there's a few things I've seen change, but one of the, the fundamentals is the fact that in the last kind of few years it's really been about connecting individuals with each other so all of these new platforms rather than kind of a relationship with your delivery or your uber or your airbnb what what they've actually done is empowered a kind of a, a new form of kind of communicating with other people which is what i love about it you know i love the fact that when you use a, an airbnb apartment you're hopefully going to meet somebody really awesome yeah, in another fantastic. part of the world you're like cool you know i thought i was going to hong kong to just stay in a hotel and actually i've kind of met someone cool who, who showed me some new stuff and and that's what i love about it. And it's the same with fat llama you know what you're doing is is connecting people mm. and and i think that's a really really exciting piece of the the future hopefully for us and but but where kind of id verification comes in which is the kind of the less sexy side of all of this um is that's changed a lot in the last few mm. years as well so five years ago if you needed to prove your id to somebody pretty much the only way that you could do it was meet up with them in person and, mm. and show them something. And I remember kind of probably four or five years ago, um, people would do kind of weird stuff where they would sort of take a picture of themselves and they'd hold yeah, up yeah, a document, yeah, yeah. hold up a picture of the Times yeah. or whatever it was, yeah, and kind yeah, of send yeah. it across. And you're like, oh, that doesn't really work. Um, and then actually kind of businesses evolved doing that kind of thing, which is like, oh, guys, that still doesn't really work. Yeah. But, you know, cool, we're kind of moving there. Um, and so, so it, that kind of remote verification, I think where it's getting to now is hopefully uh, where we hope that we're taking it is creating a, a nice user, user mm. experience that allows someone to do that equivalent mm. of, of holding up their the document that, and the, the you know, copy of today's times or whatever, um, but doing it through a kind of a, a seamless user journey on an app. Yeah, great. No, I mean, the, the way you guys, and it's funny, in our office, we, talk, we actually talk about this all the time. Um, you've made such a, with all due respect, quite a, a boring topic, so interesting. <laughs> um, everything from your branding, the way your onboarding process goes, the communication piece, your customer service piece, your sales piece, everything end to end has been absolutely outstanding. Um, I'm actually just sitting here thinking, buddy, hell, I think we need to start using you guys as soon as possible. This is just <laughs> fantastic. So look, anyway, Chris, thanks so much for coming down. Um, honestly, it's been it's been great fun. You're a super smart guy. And just back to you before we end, before I forget, you know, in terms of getting in contact with you guys, both with yourself and and also the the broader brand of, of Yoti. I mean, what's the best way to do that if people are interested? So best thing to do, um, go to yoti.com um, and drop us a, a line via that. Or alternatively, you can reach out directly to me at chris at yoti.com. Um, and of course, just uh, pop into the app stores and download it and let us know what you think. It's uh, an early version, so any feedback is welcome. Will do. Look, thanks very much. You're an absolute legend. Cheers, Great. Chris. Thank you.